Goals. Should I set them or should I forget them? Today, we're going to look at the practice of goal setting. Should you set goals in the first place? Do they matter? Is creating habits better than setting goals? Or should you use a combination of both? Oftentimes in life, we would like to get something accomplished or change the way we do things. But we don't know how to bring about the desired change. The best way not to change anything is by doing nothing. And the best way of changing something is to simply get started. Baby steps. One foot in front of the other while you build your momentum. That said, there are a few ideas, systems, and strategies that will make this process easier for you. Stick with me as I'm going to reveal a few strategies that will help you crush your goals and get you set up with the right systems to do so. Here are a few key considerations to get started. One, why goal setting is important, but not the only thing you should consider. Think of the goal as your North Star compass and the work it takes to get your goal accomplished as driving to your destination. Two, should you work on setting goals or creating new habits, or should you combine both? Three, having discipline versus having the right systems. Four, roadblocks and how to break through them. Five, why a goal-aligned community matters. Let's look at these concepts in depth. Consideration one, why goal setting is important, but not the only thing you should consider doing. Like I mentioned earlier, often we would like to get something accomplished or change certain things in our life, but we don't know how to do it. Thus, the first thing to do is find clarity on why you want to do a thing, a task, or a function. The why behind the goal is the most important idea to ponder because it will help you understand the desire and clarify the purpose of the goal. Here's an example. I want to lose some weight so I can be more active, feel more attractive, and have more energy for my family. I also want to lose some weight to feel better, improve my overall health, and see the doctor less. The goal in this case is losing weight. It is the compass that points you in the right direction. The biggest challenge, however, is coming up with a system that supports your vision. You probably know that to lose weight, you need to eat less eat cleaner, exercise more, or a combination of all these things. These are just the steps that come to mind when we are looking at attacking the goal from the outside. But how do we attack this goal on a more practical and actionable day-to-day -day basis? Consideration two, should you work on setting goals or creating new habits or both? Goal setting, in my opinion, is only the first step toward the desired direction. What is now needed is not only an action plan, but rather a system that supports the goal. This is where creating habits becomes vital and should be synced with your goal. To put it in other words, your goal is just the compass that points you in the right direction. Your habit is the equivalent of driving on the road that helps you get to the desired destination. Let's go back to the example of losing weight for just one moment. If you know that exercising and eating better will help you get your goal accomplished, but you struggle with doing both, then the question becomes, how can you prevail? The answer lies in taking the smallest, most sustainable steps in the right direction. The key to taking these small steps is by removing mental barriers to take them. What I mean is making it as easy as possible to do the desired task to get you started. One of my goals, for example, is to work out twice a week which I found incredibly challenging at times. Two years ago, I had to get up at 4.45 in the morning, way too early for my taste, work the entire day, then drive through dense hour-long traffic on my way home, and then after all of that, figure out a way to motivate myself to work out when I'm now mentally tired and hungry. 
I don't know about you, but for me, there was a huge challenge. My solution was to find a gym that was on my way home, make it super convenient and easy, and with the intent to get my workout in before I even had a chance to give in to the comfort of my couch. Sometimes I would arrive at the gym exhausted. I even had to take 10-minute naps in my car before I was able to tell myself, if you can put on your gym clothes and just do 10 push-ups, you're allowed to go home if that's all you can do today. What that did for me was it got me into the gym and started my workout. 99% of the time I was able to not only get my workout started, but also get more excited about the workout as I was pushing through it. Hence, the habit of having a workout bag packed driving to the gym on my way home, and walking into the gym with the goal of just one set of push-ups helped me to build the habit of doing a full workout twice a week, even after a long day at work, in addition to dealing with exhausting traffic. One thing that is worth mentioning as well is to have a designated time. In my case, it was Tuesdays and Thursdays, a designated location, the gym on my way home, and everything to do the activity, the packed workout bag. That takes all the thinking out of the equation, which puts you in the action mode rather than the thinking mode. Eliminating the where, when, and with what tools question helped me remove additional thought barriers. Consideration three, having discipline versus having the right system. James Clear wrote a book on habits and how to create them that I can highly recommend. It is called Atomic Habits, and one of my favorite quotes in the book is, You do not rise to the level of your goal, you fall to the level of your systems. In our Western culture, we often overestimate the willpower needed to get our goals accomplished, rather than the system that guides our actions toward the goal. Let me be specific. I read a Wall Street Journal article some time ago called, Can Your Friends Make You Fat? The article described how your surroundings greatly influence your behavior. For example, if you want to be fit and healthy, but you have overweight friends or a partner whose pastimes center around inactivity and consuming unhealthy foods, then the likelihood of you engaging in the same type of behaviors would be very high. This will ultimately result in you gaining weight and adopting the same unhealthy lifestyle as your friends. Conversely, joining a walking or running club would positively support your goal of being more active and living healthier. The same is true for joining a meetup, Facebook group, or community that is aligned with your desired goal. This will not only put you in touch with like-minded individuals, but it will also raise your level of excitement and commitment and that awesome feeling of belonging because you get to share your experience with other people who are aligned with your mission. Another way to build a system that positively supports your goal while not depleting your willpower is to remove behaviors that negatively impact your ability to achieve your goal. Let's say you want to eat healthier, but you love snacking on unhealthy foods. The biggest thing you can do is make that unhealthy food less accessible and replace it with some healthy foods you still enjoy eating. This accomplishes two things. One, by making sure you don't have any around, you will not have immediate access to that unhealthy snack when you crave it. You've created a physical barrier between your desire for unhealthy foods and your ability to obtain them. Secondly, when your willpower is low or when you just eat mindlessly, you will only be snacking on healthy foods in your closet. 
This will almost eliminate your opportunity to snack on unhealthy foods. Put simply, making the undesired behavior harder will help support your goal as well. Here's another example of removing a bad habit that detracts from your goal. My girlfriend recently decided she did not want to be distracted during the day by social media. Hence, she removed social media from her main smartphone and used an old one to check social media only at night while on Wi-Fi during a time she allotted to social media. That immediately helped reduce the unconscious use of social media during her day and it made her look forward to catching up with her friends at night. We only have so much willpower to make decisions during the day. If we can find a way to make fewer decisions that cost us willpower to achieve our goal, we will greatly benefit from it. This can be done in two easy ways. One, by joining a supportive community, which will refuel our willpower and motivation. Two, by minimizing the effort that it takes to perform the preferred behavior that will get us closer to our goal. Or, conversely, removing the bad habit that keeps us from progressing toward our goal. Any of these options, but more likely a combination of them, will be a great help. As James Clear pointed out, the central idea is to create an environment where doing the right thing is as easy as possible and the unproductive thing is as difficult as possible. Consideration 4. Roadblocks and how to break through them. We all fall off the bandwagon and oftentimes we have to dust ourselves off and try again. The biggest thing is not to let a temporary setback derail a newly established habit. It is important to push through the challenging day with extremely small increments rather than stalling completely or beating yourself up. There have been countless times when I was too tired to work out and had very little willpower, but what helped me was asking myself the question, what is the smallest thing I can do today? Instead of going to the gym, I would at least commit to going for a walk. Instead of reading a whole chapter in a book, I would at least commit to reading one page. Instead of writing a whole essay, I would write one paragraph. Typically speaking, those activities encouraged me to outperform the miniature goal for the lackluster day and left me with a feeling of accomplishment. If you feel like you had a bad day, try to take baby steps in the right direction. If you cannot manage to get it done that day, then definitely do it the next day to maintain continuity and progression in the right direction. Consideration 5. Why a goal-aligned community matters. As mentioned earlier, a support system can not only encourage you to continue working toward your goal, but also serve as an accountability partner when things derail temporarily. Top athletes work with coaches to train and compete with other athletes in their niche. Entrepreneurs or solopreneurs are working out of co-work spaces to draw inspiration and support from like-minded entrepreneurs for their businesses. Even if it's for something as simple as becoming a better student, study groups will help support your mission. In a nutshell, if you feel it's hard to establish habits that will propel you toward your goal, make sure you join a community that shares like-minded values and goals. When I worked on my goal to become a better public speaker, I decided to join Toastmasters because this would allow me to work on speeches regularly, present them, and receive constructive feedback. Also, I formed some meaningful friendships and experienced camaraderie along the way. Often, we went out for drinks or dinner after our regular Toastmaster session had concluded. This created a positive feedback loop where I felt like I was accomplishing something important to me namely building confidence in public speaking in my second language. 
and I had a chance to celebrate my victories with my new friends and acquaintances. Let's tie it all together. Goal setting will help bring awareness to the things that you deem most important in your life. However, the act of goal setting is just a start. It can be seen as your north star rather than the road that needs to be traveled to arrive at your goal. You need to gain clarity on why you're setting the goal in the first place and then start mapping out some activities that can help you get to your goal. Habits can not only be activities that you do regularly, but you also need to identify the negative activities and things that you should remove from your life. Those bad habits that are counterproductive to your goal. An example is not buying junk food for your house if you want to lose weight and replacing it with healthier alternatives. Do you feel like you never have enough time and yet spend hours on social media, playing games or binge watching your favorite TV show Maybe you need to cut it out of your life for a while or find a way to restrict those distracting activities. We all experience temporary setbacks. Don't let those derail you. Try to figure out what the smallest step is that day or the next day to ensure that you can continue in the right direction. Also, think about the people you interact with most, your community. They can either empower you or hold you down. Spend some time and find a community for your goal that can support you with knowledge and feedback and help you when things get tough. Through community, you will have the opportunity to share your progress and empower others as well. It's the good kind of peer pressure. I'll leave you with one last thought. Oftentimes, things that feel good in the moment have terrible long-term effects. Conversely, things that are hard in the moment may likely have very positive long-term effects. Let's look at losing weight and becoming healthier one last time. Eating the piece of yummy chocolate will put distance between you and your goal of losing weight one bite at a time. Push-ups, on the other hand, may not feel great at the moment when you're doing your 5, 10 or 50 push-ups, but it will make you feel great when you're done even becoming its own source of motivation to keep going when that dopamine hits your brain. Then you start to notice the number on your scale slowly getting closer to your ideal weight. Next, you begin to feel the positive, long-term effects on your health, and it starts to sing in that this is going to be life-changing. I encourage you to put down a goal on paper, build some habits that align with your goal, take baby steps when things get hard, and connect with a community that is aligned with you and the mindset you want to have. Thanks so much for listening in today. I appreciate you. And if you can do me one favor, perhaps share this with one friend that is in the process of goal setting or building positive habits. Thanks again and good luck.